You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Matt, the vocals of Cryptopsy, and you're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I sit down with fellow metalheads and we talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. This is it. It is the final interview from my experience at Heavy Montreal. I chose to make this someone that I've known for a very long time, someone from Montreal, someone that I used to uh, be a part of a scene with in the past. Uh, it's a friend that I've uh, been around a lot. We've had a lot of great, 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 really funny nights together. And I was excited to speak with him at the festival. I was just so stoked to watch his band play on the main stage on Sunday. So here it is. Here is my episode with Blair Youngbluff from Mountain Dust. This is Vox and Hops, episode number 62. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today I'm with Blair Youngblood. Yes. From Mountain Dust. Correct. <laughs> and we're at Heavy Montreal. We sure are. Got, you, you, like, opened the main stage. Yeah. At Heavy Montreal. Yes. I'm so happy to be here and watch my friends do shit like this. Yes, I, I'm I'm blessed to be here. And not, not just to play to uh, people I don't know, but to play to people that I've known for a while, yourself included. And, you know, just... It's it's cool. It's cool, especially people that haven't seen us and or friends of mine that have never seen us and maybe feel a little bit of the passion that we try to bring. You know, you guys have been working hard. We yeah, we have been hustling, man. We've been hustling. You guys, you you specifically, I've known you because we used to be a part of a scene together here yes. in Montreal. It, it was a scene, very underground, but also kind of uh, pushing some limits as well, I guess. You know? Yeah, you know, because you used to play drums for Andast. Yeah. I yeah. used to scream and sing for Three Mile Scream. Basically, how we met. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about your transition from playing metal drums into what Mountain Dust yeah. does. Okay, well, that transition, um, I mean, I think uh, I, I needed a bit of a change in, in many aspects of my life uh, with, with Endast and uh, with uh, maybe just creatively, like what I wanted to kind of play or, or express. And I think it just kind of, uh, it kind of just happened out of nowhere, actually. Like, I, I didn't, I wasn't looking for it. It kind of came. And uh, I was hanging out with Hal a lot. He lived down the street from me, and he uh, he knew a couple guys uh, from Barnburner, uh, like uh, Kevin Keegan, and he wanted to uh, start a band called Mountain Dust, and uh, he's always had the name sitting around. And so him and Brendan were kind of writing some stuff early on, and they, they knew of Hal, so they're like, Hal's playing bass. And then Hal's like, uh, well, I got a drummer. I'm going to ask him if he wants to do it. I know he's busy with Endas and stuff, and uh, so we'll ask him. And, and they asked me, I'm like, right away, I'm like, hands down, yes. <laughs> like, I'm in. Well, Hal, Hal is one of the best bassists from Montreal. He's yeah. one of the best musicians I've ever played with, like, or had the privilege to play with. Like, And I know him from Ontario. Like, I, That's I know right. him not what's, as a what's child. He, what, what's, what's he building in there? Yeah, but... Same like, scene. Like, yeah. I was a child back then, but we didn't grow up together. But, you know, come, like, after high school, we were, we were going to parties and stuff like that. Oh, is that true? You guys were, like, that close? After high school. Really? Like, but, like, we didn't go to high school together. Like, we met, like, afterwards when we kind of moved into the city, out of the country, out of the, like, uh, you know, away from the farm fields. And, yeah, so we met way back then. And then all of a sudden, now we're in a band, like, playing together. Like, you know, and that's... that. Th so the transition musically, I guess... That's what I was I was fishing for, yeah. yeah. That doesn't matter. Yeah, so... I I like the backstory too. I I kind of like uh, start, like wanted to start over. Like I I put my double kick aside, 
I put uh, half of my kit away, like back in the cases, on the shelf, and I just used like two floor toms, a very uh, smaller amount of cymbals, a uh, single kick, and I kind of started over. Like I, I, I really, in my mind, was was trying to to think differently, think fresh, because uh, I wasn't even listening to stoner rock or anything like that. And what they were, were proposing this band to be was kind of like kind of you know at the time graveyard was a big influence and stuff like that so kind of this bluesy uh soulful kind of uh heavy rock with heavy yeah, yeah. rock stuff and, and it's kind of morphed from that so i didn't know how to play that it was very metal you know i was just mostly like it was, it was a workout to play rather than a mind workout it was more of like a you had to be patient almost. a physical workout yeah. yeah yeah so this is more like mind and then like dynamics so playing softer as opposed to full-on thrash, like fast, you know, always 100%. Now it's like you got to go through these uh, these mountain valleys. Do you guys play to a click or is that something that doesn't Never. work? Uh, no, we've done the click thing only in the studio with a couple tracks, like something where Pat's playing piano. And, yeah, yeah, it's and he's got to lock it in because... Everyone else is going to count on so it then afterwards. So I, I, I'll play to like that just for that one song. But for the most part, we record everything pretty live off the floor. But mostly like just to get the drums done. So no click. And then everybody comes in with their Tracks layers. Tracks to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The layers come in afterwards. I'm going to crack this beer. I was going to say, yeah, we should crack a beer. Locks and Hops is all about beer. Getting thirsty. I got some Granville Island Brewing West Coast IPA, which was graciously given to me by Brasso de Montreal. Oh, yes. So cheers. So, so Molson makes this. Molson or distributes it or makes it. It's a big umbrella right. question mark that I should know the answer to. I don't know if I've had this one before. It's very West Coast. It's very... Uh, so it's a fruity IPA, which is West Coast Yeah, yeah. IPA. But also very dry and uh, yep. malty. And very bitter. And yeah. Granville, yeah, this is a BC brewing company. It actually is, but it was bought by Molson. Bought by Molson. Yeah. And it has been, like, for many years now, right? Let's talk about beer. Do you like craft beers? I do. I drink a lot of beers. Good. What would what would be your style of choice? If you had one beer, one style of beer. Like, if I had to just settle with one style for like the rest that I of your life, drink, yeah. I couldn't do IPA. I honestly, it, it'd just be too heavy. I'd, I'd always be kind of tired and sluggish and a little bloated, <laughs> you know? I, uh, I really like kind of more of like a Pilsner or more of like a crispy blonde, uh, you know, whatever, five to five and a half percent, four and a half even, you know? I think, uh, yeah, maybe that's boring to say, but like, I, I kind of just enjoy the actual taste of like, maybe the more European style, simple ingredient three, you know. I find myself missing it and then I go on tour. Yeah. And then I get so inundated by yeah, the yeah, Pilsners yeah. that I just can't even drink them like, by the time I it's over. I was really happy to hear some Ontario uh, it's companies up. coming here. It's but blowing coming up. Because right? yeah, Ontario's was, big. Yeah, yeah. But now Quebec's opening up. Like they got Bose in here now. I like Bose Organic. I really do like the organic natural lagers a lot. Um, yes, you can't really drink too, too many of them because like it's... Yeah, it's well, they're heavy beers. They're heavy beers, yeah. But I find like the Lug and Tread Bose is really good. Organic yeah, it's wine. a very good festival, hot day, yep. outside beach beer, let's yep. say. I really have a hard time with um, with like the big beers, man, the, the big beer companies. There is like, I do enjoy Heineken from time to time. I find it pretty clean. Um, do you have a favorite craft brewery? I don't. I think there's just too many. And like, I there was this one this, this one shop, I forget the name of. They're, they're kind of, have a couple different locations in like one, a big one in the plateau. And it's kind of like a convenience store, but you walk in and there's like 
a I thousand know what it is. different. I know what it is. It's uh, Paluzzo. Yes. Shout out to Paluzzo. I love you dearly. Shout yeah. out. Hey, I've been eating at your um, your little catering section there for about uh, a month and a half. I'm, I work down the street renovating a house. So I go in there and we, we get some craft beers. We get some sandwiches or wraps that they make and they make veggie stuff too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I try to eat more veggie these days. And uh, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's great. So I walk in there. I'm like, I don't even know what to do. There's so many beers. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So I'm just kind of looking for something I can like, okay, nice and easy and simple. Maybe some cider. I enjoy some cider too. Box and si- cider doesn't does it doesn't have a good sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I shouldn't have said you. that word. <laughs> That's like the c word. You don't say. <laughs> no, we're not. Cider. That's a different c word. Oh yes. <laughs> In this case, it's cider. <laughs> what does uh, Mountain Dust have coming up after this? We are kind of, uh, you know, uh, in, in the process of writing the third record. Yeah, yeah. So about a month ago, we, we rented a cottage um, in uh, Montreal yeah, area. Uh, and kind of secluded ourselves in a cabin, and then, so cool. Yeah, we we brought uh, we brought some brought some mushrooms, some psychedelics, you know, and we brought some uh, some whiskey, some beers, and a bunch of food, barbecuing, and we kind of would just like start playing at like 11 in the morning if the neighbors weren't, uh, you know. Nobody complained, but, you know, we'd start at 11, and then we'd, we'd go to, like, 11 at night, you know? And then so cool. maybe, like, 1 o'clock, you're like, well, I may eat a little mushroom here or there. <laughs> like, and uh, just kind of see where that takes us. And it was nothing crazy. We, we didn't um, we didn't get too uh, too wild. It was more about the music, you know? And then at night, we'd have a campfire, we, and i have, like, a little Marshall speaker Bluetooth thing that would bring to the fire, and somebody would put on something that would inspire us, and the next morning, we would, like, be like, wow, that sounds a lot like the campfire last night, the music we were playing. You know, like we were listening to like Goat and like Tame Impala and like stuff that we, you know, might not normally listen to. Absolutely. When yeah. you're in that kind of uh, mindset, you, it's a, it's amazing. Some of that music, it's like a, a bit of a, a journey, like a trip to. And, 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 you, that, and you open up your mind a bit. Yeah, you're a bit more big accepting time. And then the next day, state. you kind of have this whole different outlook on like, and then you just start playing and you just let it happen. And uh, we, we had a lot of ideas. The guys had a lot of riffs that we had in a, in a Google Drive. And those came out. So at the end of the week, in the four days, we had like 20 songs or like 20 ideas, a handful of actual songs that just came out of nowhere from the experience. So now we have to filter those down, you know, to 10. Yeah, that's something. crazy. I keep some extras for some... some. I think maybe 11. So then nine will make it on the record. Always smart we to do that. We can have a nine, always, a nine minimum always song smart to do that. so that we can fit on vinyl. Yes. Something you got to think about is... Yeah, especially your style of band. The exactly, vinyl, vinyl is, is key. It is very, very uh, in right now. And lucr- and it's lucr- always lucrative. been in. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of where we're at. We're... Yeah, we're looking at some maybe some shows and stuff like that, but uh, I think mostly the focus is on the record, and then maybe finding some help for the record, you know, like label-wise, whatever. It's just something to help us get into uh, maybe a, you know something uh, maybe a studio a little more a little bigger than than we've been used to. Even though we've been very happy with everything we've recorded, but we're just trying to you know push our limits. Baby steps towards greatness. That's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, push our limits, and then other than that, we're maybe do a tour hopefully again in. Uh, Hopefully European tour in 2020 with uh, friends of ours, uh, Dead Quiet from BC, Vancouver. We're hoping to do that. 
that's just prospective thinking and wishful thinking. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm so happy, so proud of you. I love when my friends go and do big things. Yeah, I mean, it's like big things that come after a long time. Of you know, course, like, of you know course. What I mean? like, of course. You gotta just, you gotta stick with it. You get so frustrated sometimes, and you're like, you know, you don't see the progress. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I think it, uh, it's very important to let push on and let things happen naturally. Fucking, uh, it's a world out there that it just opens up for you sometimes, man. If you, you gotta hustle, and you gotta be positive, and you gotta, you gotta perspire some good positivity out there. It's always, it's always very good to appreciate those little oh, goals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. big time. When you get that little goal, it's like you should appreciate. I appreciate it. you wanting to talk to us today. <laughs> it's the little things in life. Thank you, thank you, bro. Cheers. Thank you so much yes, for sitting man. down with me. Definitely. I appreciate it, Blair. Hey, and cheers to your family and uh, and the wealth and uh, thank I mean, you, and the health and yes, thank you. I appreciate that. Positive future. We're gonna keep hanging out, but not with you guys. Yeah. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that. Uh, Blair, what can I say? There, there was actually a whole section of that podcast I totally edited out because uh, I chose to just keep it between me and him. Blair, you're going to know what I'm talking about when you hear it. I hope you're not too disappointed. But uh, I had to do it. I hope you enjoyed, enjoyed listening to my time at Heavy Montreal. Uh, from now on, the podcasts are going to be getting a little bit longer, which means there will be less episodes released per week. I'm still tinkering with how many it's going to be. It depends how many I can edit and get my mind around each week. Um, for the time being, I think I'm going to go back to just the standard one every Friday, and we're going to get the Vox and Hops Brewer Talks coming out on Tuesday, which I recorded at uh, Festival de Bière et Savard last weekend in Chambly. I'm uh, super stoked to get back. I have a bunch of content, which I recorded before and after Heavy Montreal, so I'm super excited to finally get all that out to all of you guys. And I have a bunch of uh, great interviews scheduled coming up shortly because there's a bunch of great concerts coming to Montreal and a bunch of my friends are playing. So I'm stoked to chat with them and to share that with all of you. As always, if you have any questions, suggestions, if you would like to uh, tell me what beers I should be drinking, who I should be interviewing, if you are a brewer and you would like to send me some beers to share with my guests, some beers that you would like me to review during my intros and outros, please send me an email at matt at voxandhops.com. That's M-A-T-T at V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S dot com. And I'm always super excited whenever I get mail from Vox and Hops heads. It's, uh, it always makes my day and I really appreciate that. If you guys want to help the podcast out one step further and you enjoyed this podcast and you're a first-time listener, make sure that you like, you subscribe, make sure you rate it and so that more Vox and Hops heads can uh, discover the podcast and uh, they can join the ride with all of us, this craft beer and metal experience, which I'm having and I'm sharing with all of you. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you have a great week. And remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little little taste of it, right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work. But we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, 
um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers. Think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot, and listen to Axe Grind Podcast. <laughs>